0: over the first 30 plus years of my life as a believer, as a minister, and as a missionary in uh, a lot of the countries of the earth. Check it out. Anthology is from the forefront. Book two, Getting Closer to God. It's on Amazon.
1: Welcome to Foundational Missions Leadership Moment. Join your host, Scott McClelland of FX Missions, as he deep dives into the lives of leaders to glean secrets that will propel today's leaders to new heights. Here's Scott.
0: And we won't be, we won't be worn out. And Amen. the Lord doesn't the Lord doesn't want that for us. I mean, no. obviously, all of this, God is got his own agenda, and it definitely is for our good. Not from a human point of view in the sense that it's all about us, but right. from a point of view that there's no nothing better than what God wants for us and with us. Amen.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely true. Another thing that I didn't say much about, just because some of it it was personal in where we are here in Arkansas, but he kept emphasizing the saints are weak, he kept telling her. Mm. The saints are weak, and he said the reason why they were weak is because of unbelief. He said Mm. there's a lot of unbelief in us, and as a result, he said there are a lot of casualties. And when he said this to her, she began having a vision at the same time, and she saw in this vision believers who were going to be casualties of the oncoming onslaught. She was shown the movie, Lord of the Rings, the -hmm. third movie, The Lord of the Rings, when they're in that final battle, and they were willing to give it all at that final battle. She saw that, but she first heard the hordes of hell. Mm -hmm. She heard them first. And the Lord showed her the, these hordes of hell coming. They were coming in groves and that because of unbelief, because we had not refreshed ourselves, because we were not postured correctly, because we were in unbelief as a result, that there would be many casualties who would not be able to sustain the battle that we're about to f- to fall into. He showed her mm. some very things specifically about Arkansas. We live in Arkansas. Yeah. So he showed her specifically the battle that was coming to Arkansas. But he was very clear about the reality that many believers are not going to make it. They're not going to make it because they're, they have not been prepared. Their churches have not prepared them. Their pastors have not prepared them. And as a result, they are really not spiritually in a place to handle what's coming. And it broke her heart to see it. And it broke the Lord's heart
0: Mm. that we're
1: not ready for this. And so he kept telling her that it was really important that we spend time with him. He applied coals to her lips so Mm. that she could speak his word. And he also said that it's important that we know the times and the seasons. And so these are important pieces of of being in preparation for, for all that's coming right now. Dude,
0: this is such a, so biblical. (laughs) I mean, those, (laughs) the, the weakness, the unbelief and the casualty rate, it's just sounds just like Jesus, you know, in his admonition in so many places in the New Testament. And also obviously the, the letters that were given to us as well. These are real things, guys. You know, we're not pretending here to be lost to the faith, to be shipwrecked in your faith. Yeah, You know, a a lot of the messaging that's going on in the world today suggests that that's impossible. You know, why would the Bible warn us to be watchful, to be mindful, to be focused, to be on guard? There was nothing at risk. Mm -hmm. A lot is at risk. And once again, spiritual responsibility is is the most dangerous of occupations. This is real. The reason it's dangerous or needs to be managed with close care is because the consequences are eternal. It's not just, did I get the deal I was trying to s- sell or mm-hmm. did I collect the check I went to pick up or did I get what I needed from the store or did my vehicle get worked on properly and now I don't have any problems with it? We're not talking about that kind of stuff. <laughs> right. We're talking about something of eternal consequence. And I think we got to be right. mindful of that and approach it properly with the right kind of seriousness and the right kind of diligence and the right kind of care. Of course, back to your original point, we definitely got to get Adara on here. And I certainly want to, if she has written any of this down that she would like to publish, I would love to try to get some of that stuff out. If she, if that seems right to her, please mention it to her that I'm interested. And if so, we might be able to backlink some stuff here in in the show notes to to a blog or whatever she might want to share. But yeah,
1: I've actually written it all out as gotta, she wrote it as she spoke
0: yeah. it. I'm getting it. I've
1: yeah, we do have it completely written out.
0: So absolutely, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, I would love to share that, and we can backlink here to the podcast and backlink the content back to this podcast just so people can get access to both mm-hmm. of them. Okay. We're probably ramping up here. Maybe you got uh, three or four minutes left, Terrence. I'm stirred, man, in a really, really good way, I think. I'm very stirred up by this conversation. And I'm thankful for you, as I mentioned, and your your friendship, your brotherhood. What else comes to mind here that you want to share in these last few minutes from that time or whatever is on your mind, your heart right now?
1: Yeah, I think I've been looking through this as we've been talking. So I've been pulling, pulling out the points from there. It's really important that we are making sure that we're armed properly and making sure that we don't allow unbelief to enter our hearts and that we continue to seek him. I was was thinking it's so important for us as believers right now. I think 32 times it says in Scripture, the enemy's deceiving the whole world, 32 times in the New Testament. The word deceived is used specifically around the enemy, Satan, deceiving the earth, deceiving the world, deceiving us as believers. And it's an important piece for us to understand that there is a great deception that's taking place on the earth. And the Lord kept telling us over and over again, when I went through that and saw that it was 32 times, I was kind of like, wow, that's a lot of times that you told us that the enemy's out to deceive the whole world. It's important mm. It's really important for us because it's like people today don't want to recognize that there's a deception taking place. Yeah. And, but the Lord was very clear that we must not be deceived about what's happening. We must keep our focus on him and not allow deception to catch us. He said, except for the very elect. And the reality is that there could be many of us who don't realize the importance of that one word, being deceived. And what's happening, we must keep our focus on the Lord. Mm. So that's kind of my final thing is that we would really recognize that and make sure that our hearts are are for him and our hearts are really t- directed towards the things that he's doing. It's interesting. I think it was about 40, 43 or 44 times the word deceived is used in the New Testament. The other six or seven times also was us deceiving ourselves. So you had 32 times where the Lord says Satan is deceiving you and six or seven times, I think it was six, the number of man, right? Then six times that it Mm -hmm. says that we deceive ourselves or not make the mistake of deceiving ourselves. So those to me are very important in this time that we are not allowing deception to keep us from our focal point on the Lord.
0: Very, very true. The focus on God, the focus on the Lord, if you want to have a sturdy... Constitution. When it comes to having mental and spiritual clarity, focusing on the Lord (laughs) is, you know, (laughs) is ingredient number one in the recipe. Amen. Yeah, that is so cool. And 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 he didn't say be afraid. He said that's right. Be alert. That's right. Yeah. Be focused. That's right. Don't get caught unaware. Let me me just, I'm going to run down this real quick, something I jotted down while we're talking here. What does Mm -hmm. this look like? What does it look like, what we're talking about? Here's what the, you know, we think about the casualty, you know, process. How does someone become a casualty? There's maybe a lot of ways, but something that comes to mind for me is first you get hurt or you get offended. Mm, Yeah. Then you get bitter and the lens by which you are looking at the world around you is shaped by your injury, Mm. by your hurt, by your bitterness. Mm -hmm. Then you become deceived, and you see things (sighs) different than they are. You start thinking that God is suspect. Mm. Once God is suspect, your love begins to grow cold. You are overcome by deception, and then you become a casualty. And take Mm. it from somebody who's been down the rabbit hole. (laughs) yeah <laughs> i'm not saying this I'm not saying this in the third person you know what I'm saying I, I'm telling you that's the way Amen. it happens. We get hurt, we get offended, we get bitter we get we get judgmental, our love grows cold, deception grips our heart, and yeah. we fall yeah that's that's it Lord help that's, us that's it Lord help us, help us, help yeah. us thirty two times in the New Testament, don't be deceived. And a number of other times, don't deceive yourselves. That's right. Whoo. Yeah. We're getting our marching orders here, Terrence. <laughs> yes, we are. It's it's a it's a work. Thank you. It's a work for all of us to do. We all have to stay on our toes. Thank you, Lord, for showing yeah. up and communicating this to the Clark family, Lord. And I am so thankful, Lord. For your encouragement, we. A lot of times we feel like a yeah. strong, a, something strong, uh, from the Lord is you know it goes back to this sense of insecurity we have in our Father's love. The Lord speaks mm. strong to us, not in because He doesn't love us, but because He does. Amen. Right. Yes. Disip- God yes. disciplines everyone yes. that He loves, and if That's you feel right. like the Lord's disciplining you, you can be yes. sure that He's doing it. Because and as evidence of his love, absolutely.
1: Yes, I felt like the, the his entire visitation was because he loves us. He wants us to be. I believe he wouldn't have come if they didn't mean that. If he didn't believe that there was an opportunity for us to change and be prepared. Yes, and the fact that he came was, I love you, and I want you to know how you can adjust and make these make the things right. So I totally believe that all this was is in in light of that that he loves us and wants to see the best for us.
0: Yes, absolutely. Very, very thankful for you being willing to share and, you know, just communicate some of the stuff the Lord's given you guys. I will uh, talk further with you about the notes, what you guys have got written down. Maybe we can get that okay. in in a published format, you know, wherever it's already at. Sure. I can backlink or put it on our blog or, or the fxmissions.com site or whatever. I'd love to get that out. Thank you very much, Terrence. And, and also go straight in there and give Adara a hug. No, I will. We're done. And just <laughs> e- please express my appreciation for her sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. We, we need this type of communication from the Lord. We've got to have it. We've got to have yeah, it. Yeah, we do. Yeah. 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 Amen. And here, and here it is. Thank God. Thank God. Yes. And, and thank y'all. I really appreciate well, thank it. Thank you for the opportunity yeah. of sharing. Yes, sir. If anybody wants to reach out, make contact, you know, is there some place you would send them? Obviously, we're going to we're gonna bundle up some of this information. But if somebody has a trailing question or just wants to be in contact, how would they do that, Terrence?
1: Uh, certainly, you know, if they contact you, you can always reach out to us. But sure. my my email, we we have a, probably the easiest, tclark at hope-4, the, the number four, letter U, dot org. You can always reach me that way. That's our our, our nonprofit mm-hmm. email, tclark at hope 4 org mm-hmm. or tlclark7777 at gmail.com. Both of those emails can reach me directly.
0: Okay. And I'll backlink for folks on that and I'll pass anything along that comes to me. Really, really appreciate it. Many blessings to you guys as you're seeking, finding, and following the voice that's speaking to you. Man. Thank you. What a joy and a challenge in our times. Thanks again for being here. Amen. I'm Scott McClelland, and this has been your FX Missions Leadership Moment. Please reach out to us if we can be of any service to you. And once again, you might want to listen to this one in in its subsets more than once, because it's very important stuff. We'll also backlink on the blog to the content. So check for that there on the show notes. Many blessings to you. And we look forward to seeing you downrange. Until next time, have a good one.
1: Thank you for joining Scott with today's Leadership Moment. We hope you've apprehended an inspirational nugget or two that when activated in your own life will be imparted into those you lead. You may contact Scott at scott at fxmissions.com. Visit fxmissions.com to learn more about how you can grow your own leadership and engage in missions. Until next time, Good day, everyone.